Hey everybody, it's Chris Aiken here, just reminding you that all of my books are available on sale over at chrisakinbooks.com. And for you dummies that can't spell my last name, that's A-K-I-N. So C-H-R-I-S-A-K-I-N-B-O-O-K-S.com. Get them. Whether you want the fun musical stuff or you want the depressing divorce and burn accident stuff, it's all there. So go to chrisakinbooks.com. It's your classic metal show right here on the classicmetalshow.com. That is great. White doing their tribute to the great Led Zeppelin with Ramble on and a guy that we caught before he rambled on out of town is our good friend Jericho Green. What's going on there, Jericho? Hey, not much, fellas. Thanks for having me once again. Well, dude, you're your family now. You're our family. We, we <laughs> love Jericho Green. Thank you very much. Well, we're glad you could make it tonight, uh, especially on this uh, this week before Christmas. And uh, a lot of bullshit going on out there, Jericho. We watch your uh, video every day, and you know you speak your mind and say exactly what a lot of us are thinking, which makes you a very popular. Uh, what do you want to call content creator? And, uh, you know, a lot of our fans are your fans, as we've said before. And, uh, you know, I get constant texts all the time from various people. Did you see what Jericho said today? Like, yeah, I caught it. I caught it. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> That's awesome. man. That's great to hear. Um, you know, man, uh, what I'm saying isn't groundbreaking. You know what I mean? Like you said, it's what a lot of people are thinking. That's what pretty much all of us are thinking, man. It, we we don't agree on everything, but we can all agree on calling crazy shit when we see it. We may have a difference of opinion on some things, but some things we just all have to be on the same page about and calling out crazy shit is one of them. And it's abundant. Absolutely. And I mean, uh, you know, I know you're a little bit younger than the rest of us. Uh, I'm going to be 57 on Christmas uh, this week. And and Chris uh, just recently turned, what, you're 50, what, three? Two. 52. 52. Don't be and, adding shit to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I know you just, what, you just turned 40, right, Jericho? Yeah, I sure did, man. And uh, a couple of things uh, came off the rails pretty quickly after that. But, uh yeah, I'm, I'm the youngest out of the group for what that's worth. Yeah, so but but the thing is is that, you know, being that we have a few years on you, uh, you know, our our growing up period, our childhood, our our young adult period uh happened in what we call, what would at least I consider the heyday of this country and as an adult uh over the last say 30 years or so just kind of watching things in the decline I think we are at a really low point as far as uh, losing our democracy, losing our liberty, losing our our uh, republic as as the framers, uh, you know, envisioned it. And I know that you speak strongly about that kind of stuff every day. So what do you view the new potential incoming um, administration to do to this country? Um. Out of spite, I expect them to undo everything that Trump does, has done that is good. Um, and like I said in my video today, uh, it's not like, no, Trump had a bad policy. That wasn't good for this country. My policy is. No, what he did was wrong for this reason and that reason. My policies are better for this reason. It's just out of spite. 
You know, it's just because they don't like them. It's just because they're being told to do these things, not for our benefit. And if they would just keep their eye on the prize, which is us, you know, we're the prettiest girl at the dance. If they keep their eyes on us, then everything will be fine. They don't have to worry about uh, repealing this or putting this or moving this out of the way. No, no, just keep your finger on the pulse of what we want and everything will be fine. But that's not the case. They're blinded by their TDS and they're going to undo what he's done, no matter what the consequence, even if it's, you know, to our detriment, which usually it is because, again, we're not what they care about. But, you know, I don't, I don't want to sound like, you know, the old curmudgeon, the old, you know, get off my lawn. But, you know, man, there's a lot of shit at stake here. I mean, a lot of the things that we're used to will be no more. A lot of the residue from this COVID bullshit is going to stick. Um, that wouldn't if we had somebody else in the White House. You know, he's talking six-week hard lockdown. Um, he's giving all these governors carte blanche to do what they want, encouraging them to uh, more lockdowns and mandates and all this kind of shit. And that's just not how we're built. That's not the mold that we fit in as Americans. We don't do mandates and you infringing on my life. That's that's not what we do. That's not what we've done. That's not how we got here. That's not how we got to be the lead horse or the lead dog. I mean, all the other dogs are looking at our asshole. We're not looking at nobody else's because we're in front. We set the tone. We set the pace. And that's what it is. When we're in charge, the world is fine. When yeah. we run things, the world is fine. When we don't, there's problems. We're the adult in the room. That's how it is. That's why when there's a big problem around the world, who do they call? They don't call Angola. They don't call Venezuela. They don't call Mexico. They don't call England. They don't call Canada. They call us. Whether people need to be rescued, your shit needs to be rebuilt, or somebody needs their ass whooped, they come and get us. They come and get daddy. So if they want daddy to stay employed and stay in charge, and you don't want to step daddy up in here, then what they need to do is keep Trump in office, period. The, the stakes have never been higher. Never. How, how long do you think it's going to be before it just straight up turns bloody? And where do you think it's going to be? Is it going to be in your lovely state there? Is it going to be, you know, I my business is in Pittsburgh, and that's damn near in civil war right now, Pennsylvania. You know, because they are, I mean, this governor here, he put, he put the lockdown out till January 5th or whatever. And I'm telling you, thousands of businesses did the both middle fingers. And we're like, fuck you, dude. Not happening. Not closing. Don't give a shit what you say. Don't care about your health minister. Don't care about your you know, your mandates, you know, where do you think it's, do you think it's going to, going to get further than, than talk and are, where do you think it starts? Um, do I think it will? I hope it doesn't. Yeah. I really hope it doesn't. Cause even thinking about the first and hopefully last civil war that we had, just to think of us fighting our countrymen, like us splitting ourselves up and, fighting people that look like us and, and believe what we believe in our it's not like we're we're going to the persian gulf and we're trying to install this system the system this is it we're we're here these are our people these are our countrymen it would be so weird to have to face off against them um i mean i don't think it will i hope it doesn't if it does i don't think it's going to kick off on on either coast on either one of these fucking crazy sick disgusting social you know, communist Petri dish, as we call the East and West Coast. I don't think it's going to kick off there. I don't think, um, well, if it did, 
it wouldn't be in the big cities. It wouldn't be in your New Yorks and San Francisco's. It's going to be, if you're in California, more inland, you know, where the produce comes from and more blue collar workers, you get a lot of pro-Trump uh, vibe out there. So if it did in California, it would be more inland, but don't expect, you know, San Francisco or LA to do a 180 and that's going to be where the, the, the ground zero for this new patriotism. Fuck no, this place is lost. But if it did kick off, it probably would be in the Midwest or the South somewhere. But we don't want it to come to that. But damn, you're 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 making us. You're you're intruding on our lives. You're killing our businesses. Meanwhile, all the buddies you're rubbing elbows with at the the French Laundry, like Gavin Newsom was, you know their businesses are fine. That restaurant he went to, and that's the actual name, the French Laundry. It's this hoity toity four fifty a plate. Uh, French restaurant, um, they got millions in assistance and they're still arguing over $600 they want to give us after months of not getting anything after the first one. Mm-hmm. They're still squabbling over our fucking, we're not even getting the peanuts, we're getting the shell and the husk. We're not even getting the nuts. We're getting shit, $600. And you have people, well, they should have saved their money if you're a small business owner. They've blown through that. This rainy day is longer than they could have predicted this shit is insane but they're gonna just like they're forcing people out of california they're gonna force us to do something that we don't want to do yeah do you think and, and i'm not saying that one is over so now there's a replacement but do you think that politicism is the new racism because it really feels like if you choose a side in politics then you gotta wear a label no matter what it is. And, and, you know, obviously the way that they want it to be is, well, you're the good person if you wear the Dem label and you're the evil bad person if you wear the Republican label. It just seems like it, it's, it's like they've replaced racism with politicism to, because it gives them a stronger, because racism doesn't work anymore for generating them money. Instead, politicism seems to be the new way to generate money for people. Well, um, I would challenge the uh, racism doesn't make a money because uh, Black Lives Matter raised $10.6 billion in six months. True. Good point. Um, and they're trying to make politicism and racism one in the same. So to them, there is no difference. Like you said, if you're a Democrat, you're good. If you're a Republican, you're bad. Never mind the facts. First thing they have to do is get rid of those pesky facts and those pesky st- statistics and numbers, because if you look at them, it'll tell you who the, the real monster is. It'll tell you who the enemy of the people is. And, you know, we get we get enamored by by their suits and their their bulletproof suburbans and the guys with earpieces that follow them around and, you know, their podiums and, ri- and ribbon cuttings and shit like that. We forget that they're just like us in a lot of cases, less than us in a lot of cases, dumber than us, more out of touch. But, you know, we put them on this pedestal because you're an elected official. You know, we play that song and the American flags drop down when you come up on stage. So we figure, you know, better and they don't, they're telling us don't get together with your family. And if your your woman's having a baby, you got to stay outside the room, not them. They're doing PSAs from their vacation homes in Mexico and they're sitting with no mask elbow to elbow with all these other rich people. You know, it's people are going to get sick of that shit. And 
I think people are sick of it, but to the point where we're we're willing to step away from our lives and do something about it is coming. It's not here yet. I hope that they allow us to be civil enough to ke- to handle this kind of shit through the proper channels, you know, via voting and changing policy. But shit, man, people are only going to take so much. You know, you're you're not going to do things to our kids and have them sitting behind screens and shit and not interacting with other children and trying to keep us separate from our family. No, we're not going to have that. And if you force the American people to do that, that's exactly what we're going to do because losing America, that price is too high. There's a reason we stay here. There's a reason countries are, man, where are all these fucking Americans coming from taking all our jobs? Cause we don't go anywhere. We stay right here. We move around in our borders because we have it right here. So we're not willing to give that shit up. And I hope they get the message before it's too late. Well, speaking of moving within our borders, I know that you had discussed uh, moving out of California. Is that still a plan for you in the new year? Uh, definitely. My wife and I were actually we were just talking about it yesterday. We're looking at probably this summer because what's really accelerating the process is the schools being closed. And I know that seems to be a thing everywhere right now, but uh, there are situations where private schools are open. And if we have to explore that or explore homeschooling our kids minus all that screen time and being on those fucking laptops, um, that's what we're going to do. Uh, but yeah, we still plan on moving, probably not Arizona because we look it, uh, we did some research and it's like over 100 days a year that's over 100 degrees there. I mean, that does not sound appealing at all. So I think there's somewhere else that we can get a taste of that, that elusive freedom that's harder and harder to find here in California, um, but still not have to go somewhere that's, you know, right in the middle of Satan's taint. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you this, man. I lived in Arizona for a year and it is hot. There's no there's no denying that it's hot, but it's it's hot with the zero percent humidity. It, you know, and I'm not trying to convince you one way or the other. I, you know, I'm in Ohio, obviously, so certainly I didn't choose to stay there, but their hundred is, is your 90. Think of it that way. It's, it's, it feels kind of, cause I lived in California too. So, you know, California 90 is like an Arizona hundred, 105 degree day, but it's hot. Don't again, don't yeah. stay long in one place or your shoes fucking melt. You know, it's, it's, it's bizarre, but, but you know, I, I, I am, I am curious though, man. And, and it's funny you bring up the schools. Cause my brother moved out to San Diego a year ago. And he dropped, I was talking to him the other day and he dropped the exact same thing. He's like, yeah, I think I'm going to come back. And I was like, Jesus Christ, dude, you just uprooted your life and went, you know, 3000 miles across the country. And now he's coming back this way. Same reason. The the money's out of control. The, the schools, yep. you know, he has, he has school age kids like you do. And the schools are just fucked with the stay at home. And, you know, even, even on days when they don't, stay home necessarily or however that works they don't let them interact you know they don't let them have recess together they don't let them spend time together they keep them distanced you know even when they're when they're at school it just seems like it's just an insane asylum what's going on out there in california yeah it's you're going against thousands tens of thousands of years of evolution kids need to be with other kids because kids are the only ones who can keep up with them and be on their level of their silliness and to physically keep up with them you know running around and 
they need to be with their people. So now you're telling them, no, you can't do that. Now you need to be by yourself and mm -hmm. we're going to close the schools and the park. So you can't even get together, you know, outside of school. And then it's on some like some Anne Frank shit when you want to get together and have a play date with your kids. You know, it's it's just not right. It's just not natural. They need to give people they need to go back to doing their job, which is give us the information, allow us to digest it and then live our lives according to the information. We'll decide if we want to risk sending our kids to school or going somewhere or meeting up. We'll decide that because we're the ones who deal with the consequences of our decisions. So right. we, we got this. We got this whole life thing and providing and raising little human beings. We got this. Give me the info. I'll live it accordingly. Don't tell me what to do, especially not doing that in their own lives. And it's, man, it's fucking crazy. We're, we are the petri dish for the rest of the country all this crazy shit people in other states look at like man there's no fucking way they do that here this is just the testing ground this is just the the largest petri dish you've ever seen that's all this is california new york oregon washington all those crazy fuckers Auto autonomous zone what the fuck is that yeah it's coming to a town near you if it's successful in their mind you know, if it, if it, their, their testing works successfully, if it's a hit, if, you know, the, the proper level of destruction is achieved in that society, it's coming to you Midwest. It's coming to you South, you know, it's, and being, growing up in California, seeing the way it's happening, we're looking at it the same way. Like what the fuck happened? Why is, why is gas almost $4 a gallon? Why is the property so high? Why are we, number 49 out of 50 states in education you've taken all this money from me but what are you giving me it's like you go see a, an escort and you give her a thousand bucks and she gives you the worst hand job you've ever had like no that's <laughs> that's not what i paid for i just gave you a thousand dollars and got this nice hotel room it's better in the way it did in my mind but that's not what we're getting we're getting raked over the coals, we're getting fucked, and we're getting dumb kids and bumpy roads and expensive ass houses that no one can afford to buy unless you're rich. So that's why there's, there's the mass exodus from the Golden State. People are leaving, and it's not that they necessarily want to because California has it all. Snow, mountains, desert, valleys, beach, whatever you want, it's here in California, but we're being forced out. You're, you're pushing me out of my home. I grew up here. My family and friends are here. My jobs are here. My kids go to school here or online school here. You're forcing me out. It's like being broken up with. Yeah. You, you, you didn't want this. Everything was going great. So it's fucking crazy. But all this weird, weird, wild leftist hippie shit you see out here, they're just testing it out. Yeah. Well, California used to be, you know, at least when I was a teenager, you know, and, you know, years before that, but California was the, was the, uh, uh, paradise, you know, everybody wanted to go to California. That's where you seek your, your riches and your fortune and all the good things in life. California was the promised land. And now it's, it's like the uh, place you want to get the hell out of, you know, and, and all that has taken, you know, all of that has changed in the last. I'm going to say about the last 30 years has it has slowly, but surely become like a, 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 a poisonous place to live. And as you just mentioned, you know, it has everything. It's got the oceans, it's got the mountains, it's got the warm weather, it's got uh, the produce, it's got everything, but, but now it's 
a place where more mostly sane people would say, yeah, the hell with California. I'm not moving there. No way. And I lived there. I lived there for six years. I was down in the uh, Southern part of California for six years back in the, in my opinion, the best time California ever had between 85 and 91. And, uh, would I live there today? Hell no. You know, I, I listen to your, uh, your little, um, video cast every day and I see what's going on. It's just like, yeah, you, you gotta be out of your mind if you're moving to California. Yeah, it's, it's insane, man. And like you, you hit it right on the head, man, 85 to 91 growing up in California. I mean, I would wish we could hit pause, you know, it was, it had one foot in the new world, you know, you're getting technology and everything and one foot in the old world. Like my mom, she's 65. She was born in 1955. So, you know, you have those kind of, like I said, a foot in, in both worlds. It was before social media, before we were all connected and we knew every fucking thought in our minds and where everybody was and what they were doing and who they were doing it with and their most deepest inner thoughts. You know, there was just enough connection and there was just enough technology and things were fucking awesome, man. The the 80s, I wish I was born in 1980. I wish I was born in 1970. So that way I could have been, you know, in my my teen years and shit in the 80s. I mean, there's probably a good reason that didn't happen. I'd probably be dead just because of the <laughs> excess. But I mean, the movies, the TV, there was just enough Archie Bunker, you know, left in shit. And nobody was getting all offended. California had free health care. If you can imagine that there was a time when we had extra money. Um, so it was beautiful. And to be here and watch California change, it's like it's like the, the hot girl in high school. And then you run into her like 10 years later. and She's a disgusting crack whore with like lesions on her face. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you know, you used to be Phoebe Cates coming out of the out of the pool. Now you're all fucked up. And that's what California is. I remember the night I came back here um, when I came home on leave and I land at the San Jose International Airport and there's a Chevron gas station near there. And we pull over and my stepdad bought me a six pack of MGD. And I look at the price of gas and it was a dollar ninety four. And I was like, shit, a dollar ninety four. How is that possible? Yeah, I know. Now. Right down the street, dollars like three seventy nine a gallon. We're begging, begging for a dollar ninety four, begging for two fifty. And our gas isn't refined any differently than yours. Matter of fact, I'm probably closer to the refinery than you are. Uh-huh. Yet I'm paying pr- double what some people are paying in this country for gasoline, and our cars don't run any differently. So, but it's all the taxes. And if you looked at out here, if you look at your cell phone bill. You've never seen so many California service charges for all this shit. Gavin Newsom wants to tax text messages. You already pay your phone company for text messages, but they want a little piece of that too. Here's $3 trillion in the hole. How in the fuck do you get $3 trillion in the hole? If you get $3,000 in the hole with the wrong people in the real world, you're done. (laughs) Yeah. $3 trillion? What are you doing with the money? The, the town that I live in alone produces $8 billion a year from agriculture. Hmm. So <laughs> what's the fucking problem? Yeah, where's the money? <laughs> exactly. It's not in the schools. It's not in the roads. I'll tell you that much. 
and it's not in the infrastructure and it's not in the cleaning up the fucking homeless. You know, in California, they used to say there's gold in them Nar Hills. Well, now there's fucking needles and piss and shit and shanty towns in those hills. I took a exit off of Highway 1, runs up and down the whole uh, state of California. And I took an exit and right off the exit in the bushes was a whole city, was a whole fucking homeless city right there off the side of the highway. Fucking barter town right there. The trash. It's disgusting. Like you said, we used to be a beacon. We used to be the standard. We used to be, man, I want to move to California. I want to I want to go to those beaches and all that opportunity in Hollywood. Nope. You better keep your ass out of here. Now it's like uh, Walking Dead. You're lucky you're on that side of the fence. Jeez. No kidding. Well, well, Jericho, uh, you know, again, a lot of our listeners enjoy your daily uh, video casts that you do right out of the front seat of your car. And we really uh, admire the success that you've had in building up your audience. But Chris has a bone to pick with you as far as you as far as your social media is concerned, uh, okay. Chris being the owner of Aiken IT Services and being a tech guy and the guy who keeps uh, the the classic metal show online, uh, you know, we, we put a lot of work into this every week. You know, I, I know you've been on this show a half a dozen times already, and we appreciate you being a friend. We consider you a friend, uh, especially since we're two long-haired white guys, you know, <laughs> God, God forbid. But uh, yeah, I'll let Chris take it away. Uh, it's just a, it's more of a question, but it's a question with a, please do this. Dude, you, why are you not on rumble? Why? You know what? People have been hitting me up about that. Um, I need to do my homework and being that you are, this is your field of expertise. We'll do some corresponding and we'll, right. uh, we'll, we'll get that going. I'm, I'm not uh, tech does not excite me in any way. But, you know, yeah, maybe I, I need to do some expansion. I, I would appreciate your help with that. Dude, I'll I'll make you this deal. If I can teach you to email your stuff from your phone <laughs> to me, I'll put it up myself every single day. Right. You got to be on Rumble, man, because, okay. look, and, and I'll just tell you why. And, and, and it makes a difference, and it certainly makes a difference in what you constantly talk about and are challenged about. And I know you see it. This censorship shit with YouTube is out of control and they're going to nail you. They're going to absolutely take you down eventually for saying they, I Vimeo just, we had $1,500 or 1500 videos on a paid Vimeo platform. It was paid. I paid four or $500 a year for it on Vimeo. They whacked two videos and took our channels down to just completely and YouTube right now, they are so looking to get somebody like you that has a lot of people following that they'll, you know, the minute you say, well, the vaccine is bullshit. They're going to nail you. The minute you say this election, you know, the election, you, the minute you say it hard enough, which you tend to do, they're gonna, they're going to whack your channel and you're going to lose 200 and whatever thousand, what do you got? 280,000 subscribers or whatnot. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. And rumble, you know, there's a lot of people that are in the similar, similar content structure as you like, uh, we, we, another guy that we are, um, very big fans of, and you may or may not know him is this sticks Hexenhammer. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I know who that is. He moved over to, I mean, he's on all of them. He's on BitChute. He's on Rumble. He's on all this different stuff. But, you know, with Rumble, he moved over there and within a week, week and a half had like 30,000 subscribers and he has 100,000 on BitChute and nobody even knows what BitChute is, you know, so Mm -hmm. you will, you will be a monster on Rumble because it's, it's big tech looking enough like YouTube and it has a lot of big name people on it. Like, you know, that Dan Bongino guy is Uh like a co-owner guy. But yet it's it's a hundred percent free speech. And I just I would hate to see I go to get my updates one day and you're dead. You know, you're dead in the water for you know two, three, four weeks, plus lose all of your content. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. The channel for Rumble, and I know I'm rambling here, but <laughs> if, if we build you a channel for Rumble, one of the things that we can do is you can you can plug in your YouTube, um, mm-hmm. you know, in the back end of it, and it'll pull all your YouTube videos over automatically. Okay. Yeah, so, that'd, be, that'd be awesome. Yeah, that sounds good. So let's definitely hook up and do that, dude. I, I am happy to help because God knows. We, I mean, we, we're a much, much smaller fish than you are in the pond. And we, we literally quit doing YouTube effective last week because Every single week we were getting hit with this is hate speech or this is that. And this is, this is copyright. And I mean, we were, we were getting 10, 15 videos a week that we were getting hit from some as old as 2012, you know, that are now problems. And it's like, it's the way big tech is going. And, you know, I'm trying, I personally am trying to get everybody to get the fuck off of big tech and at least use the other platforms so that when they do come to get you, you're not fucked. Yeah, I started putting my shit up on uh, Parlor. Um, I definitely want to get on Rumble. Hopefully, the next time I come here, I will uh, be on Rumble with your help. Yeah. Um, but I've been uh, I've been suspended off YouTube for a week. I had a was it a warning before that? And then I was suspended for a week. Off the same thing. Uh, your your video was promoting violence. I've never promoted violence in any of my videos because I don't promote violence. Period in my life. Um, but you know, on that same platform, you can click over and see fucking eight year olds twerking. Yeah. So well, that's a disgusting hypocrisy of it. But yeah, man, Rumble sounds good to me, man. I'm I'm trying to spread my my uh, verbal seed everywhere. Absolutely. Well, well, dude. I I mean, our the reason we got our Vimeo whacked was because we covered, we literally covered and we joked about it, but we covered Rob Halford from Judas priest talking about getting Hummers in at rest areas, which he talked about (laughs) this book. He, he told the stories in the book. All we did was talk about the stories that were in the book and they promoted, they, they whacked us as quote unquote hate speech. It was like hate? hate speech. Why is that hate speech? Who did who we hates hate a, who hates a Hummer at a rest stop? That sounds amazing. <laughs> well, you hate it if it's another dude doing it to another dude. Yeah. Well, then don't look. Yeah, exactly. Why are you looking? <laughs> yeah, it, dude, it's just out of control. But yeah, I'm definitely more than happy to help you get get Rumble going. And you know, they have the app and everything else, just like YouTube. So you, I mean you can literally upload from your phone to rumble the same as you would to I'm assuming you upload from your phone. So yeah, 
Yeah, same thing. Same exact thing. All right. It's a deal. All right. Sounds good. Well, what else is going on there, Jericho? What do you see for the new year 2021? I, I oh, shit. That, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of unknowns out there that, uh, you know, people who pay attention anyway, uh, they should be concerned. So uh, what are your concerns for 2021? Um, my concern is, number one, the White House. Um, until, if it happens, until that senile, senile pervert puts his hand, his shaking hand on the Bible, and gets sworn in as president, I'm going to stick with Trump. But if that happens, um, fuck, man, you know, grab your ankles and hold on tight and pray that they spit on it first. Because uh, <laughs> they've already, he's already said, I'm going to raise your taxes. He already remember when, uh, what's his name? Uh, Beto O'Rourke. He said when he, he dropped out of the presidential race, he said, you haven't seen the last of this guy. He's going to help me fix the gun problem in this country. So, you know, shit like that, Kamala Harris, they're probably going to bump Joe Biden and put her in there. But it's, it's, you know how it's always easier to destroy something than to build it. You know, if you restore a car, that takes years. The attention to detail, the paint, the bodywork, the engine, Mm -hmm. everything, got to send it off here and wait to get it back and this and that. It takes years. But to destroy it, you take a sledgehammer, destroy that car in five minutes. And that's what I fear that they're going to try and do. And I fear that they have enough dummies, enough people that want to be led by their nose to do it. It's like being in California. You know, there's a lot of people that think the way I do, but we get lost in the wash of the other fucking, you know, soft handshake, granola headed dirt fuckers. You know, we all get washed away in their votes. So I, I fear that that can something like that can happen in this country where people like us. And I, I think the good definitely outweigh the dumb on a on a nationwide level, I think, I hope. But, you know, I fear that there are enough dummies to make that happen. I remember I think it was two years ago. I saw a picture of a, a woman's march in L.A., and still, like I said, two years ago, I still haven't heard what women want that they don't already have. Still waiting. But it was like 200,000 women. And it was a bird's eye view of this crowd. And at that moment, I was like, man, there are a lot of fucking dumb people. And that was just in Los Angeles. But to see a crowd of 200,000 people is just amazing. And for them to be getting together for, I don't know what, and I'm sure if you put, you know, a man on the street down there with a microphone, they couldn't tell you either, but they're there. And those same people are going to go pull the lever for stupid shit. Um, So 2021, she's looking rough, man. She's a, she's a kind of stripper. You see it like two in the afternoon, man. She's a, she ain't looking good at all. Um, But there is still hope being in America. We always have that. Um, you know, so we'll see fellas. We will see. Well, well, Jericho, uh, you, you, uh, have added some, uh, new, uh, iron to your arsenal. Well, you, you're making Chris and I both jealous. Of oh. <laughs> Shit. 
As long as you guys don't live in California, don't be jealous of me. I'm jealous of you guys. You guys can get a damn gun on a whim. I gotta, <laughs> shit, I gotta wait. Well, it took me. I finally got my uh, Mossberg 500 Tactical Persuader. Um, took about six months, but a lot of that was due to just you know the backlog of actually building the firearm. But I got it. Um, I got a new pump for it that has a little railing system on it. I got a forward grip that I'm going to put on it. Um, but I'm excited, man. You know, that's that's the big dog. And when that thing barks, fucking better hope you're standing behind it, not in front of it. <laughs> Shit, that thing, <laughs> that thing ain't no bullshit. But uh, my next acquisition is going to be an AR. Um, of course, in lovely California, you got to have the fin on it around the grip. So you can't put your hand all the way around it. There's like this little plastic fin that goes behind it. So it keeps you from gripping it all the way. That's supposed to to slow you down your rate of fire in case you want to do a mass shooting. But I seriously doubt. And it, yeah, for real. <laughs> it's, it is laughable, I know. But this is what we're living in. Um, so in case you want to do a mass shooting, you know, you can't shoot as fast um, as you would like, I guess. But I don't remember a mass shooter who's willing to commit murder that's going to get hung up on a fucking gun law. But um, so, yeah, you have to get a stupid little fin on it. It's so fucking ridiculous. But um, that's my next one. Somehow I don't remember Dylan Klebold saying, well, wait a minute. I can't shoot anybody today. I got to I got to put this fin on my gun. Yeah. Can you believe that shit? The shooting we had at the Gilroy Garlic Festival two years ago. That guy wasn't fucking. He wasn't uh, California state law compliant with his shit. You got to throw that out the window when you're willing to murder strangers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, and, and that's what's always forgotten is even if they made guns 1000% illegal, somebody's going to show up with a knife or a machete or a handful of bullets, a nail and a hammer. They're going to find a way to kill if that's what they want to do. That's killers kill. That is what they do constantly. You, know? yeah, you, you <laughs> abandon, you've abandoned all rational thought when you're willing to kill people yeah. for no reason. So your stupid little laws and put yeah. this on and take that off of it don't mean shit. It just makes it makes it hard for us, the people who should have guns and be protected. I think every woman who moves out on her own should walk into a, an apartment or a house or whatever, and there should be a box on the table with a gun in it and bullets. People need to protect themselves. There are bad seeds in the world. There are monsters out there. And the only thing they understand is lead. I don't understand the problem with law-abiding citizens having guns. I should be able to have a room full of guns if I want. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything bad with them. I'm not a bad person. I follow the law. So why can't I? But a criminal? You, you think you think they're obeying the, the cool-off period? You think they got fins on their ARs? I fucking doubt it. Well, shit, Jericho, you kind of blew my whole uh, viewpoint of you. The only reason we had you on here is because we thought you were a bad motherfucker. Now... <laughs> <laughs> Fooled you. <laughs> well, speaking of speaking of lead, Jericho, what 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 is the ammunition situation out there? Because here where I live, uh, I had to order all my ammo online because every freaking store within you know a, a a fifty mile radius of me is sold out. No ammo at all. Nothing. 
Um, that was the case here. Um, for there's like a a group of us at work with all these uh, we're uh, gun owners, so we're always you know keeping each other abreast to all you know the buzz at the gun stores. And so, uh, Big Five. I don't know if that's a, a nationwide chamber, it's a sporting goods store here in California. Um, they have nine mil range ammo and 45. Uh, and that's been the one that's hard to find. It's been pretty easy to find home defense, but uh, range ammo is the, the full metal jackets are hard to find, but they have some of that, but they're only like boxes of 50 and they're like 30 bucks. The price of ammo has gone through the fucking roof, doubled in some cases. Um, but if you want like uh, 500 round canisters and stuff like that, you're going to have to venture away from the coast and go probably two, three, four hours away near Sacramento um, to some of these other gun shops where the shop, where the ranges, the indoor ranges are open. Some indoor ranges aren't like where I live in the County. I live, no indoor ranges are open. You go a couple hours in inland. They are, but yeah, you're going to have to either find something online, which is hard, you know, everywhere I look, uh, you know, out of sock online. Um, I mean, you know, got to turn to your buddies. <laughs> oh, hey man, let me, uh, get 50 100 rounds or something really i mean if you want to hit the range it's it's that hard to find um but like i said some places are starting to have a little bit but they're only like 50 round boxes yeah you know well i i bought i bought about 600 rounds uh just before thanksgiving i had to buy them online but uh i got them within like 7 days so i just bought a big box of 600 rounds of 44, 45, and nines, you know, mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm well stocked at the moment, but, uh, yeah, to, to walk into a gun store or go into any kind of a, you know, sporting goods store, can't find a, no ammo at all. It's all gone. Yeah. It, believe me. Um, there was a time, like a couple months stretch here that, you know, they had some like obscure rounds that nobody wanted or some super cheap shit where they're like, well, I wouldn't put those through your gun. You know, have like some weird jackets on it and shit. So, um, yeah, but now, you know, you're able to get some Fiochi, you know, uh, some Blazer and some other uh, reputable brands. Uh, but the big stock up, yeah, you're going to have to make a matter of fact, uh, some of my buddies were planning a road trip. We're about four or five hours from uh, the Nevada border and there's a Cabela's near there. So, you know, take some orders from people and collect some money and go up there and make a big run. You know, it's, it's fucking crazy. Like what the bullets, man? Why is it so damn hard to come across bullets? Right. We, I mean, you got the gun. Why can't I find shit to put in it? It's right. ridiculous, man. And, and out here, there's so many regular, you got to have a, uh, so there's a regular driver's license, but up in the upper right-hand corner, it says federal limits apply. And if your license says that, that means you can't buy ammunition. You have to get a birth certificate or a uh, passport to <laughs> to present at the gun store to purchase ammunition. Holy shit! See, Chris, there is a um, reason why you got to get that federal driver's license. Yeah. Yes, there is. So if you want to offer your license, you got to make an appointment, go into the DMV. I believe it's like thirty or forty bucks to get it removed from your license. So then you can use your license to purchase ammunition and then they have this thing uh that's called the real id that's you have to purchase that if you want to be able to fly and uh what is it enter federal buildings and stuff like that so it's kind of this 
thing they're forcing you um, to get if you want to do those things. Uh, boy. So yeah, the, the the noose is tightening here on the West Coast. Yeah, but you know what? You don't have to have an ID if you want to vote in uh, Pennsylvania or, you know, Georgia or anything. You can just, you know, cast your vote and, you know, nobody needs to know where it came from or who, who voted or you don't have to sign for it or show your ID or nothing. What's well, racist to ask for identification <laughs> because just to vote, uh, just to vote. They say, well, they say uh, black people don't have access. Yeah, it's disenfranchising voters, mm-hmm. man. Well, if you can afford a $1,300 phone in your pocket, you can get ID. You need ID to do everything. Everything. You can't buy no liquor. You can't buy cigarettes. You can't get into certain places unless you show your ID. Mm-hmm. But for the most important thing, shaping our nation, nah, no, you don't need any paperwork. Come on in. Fine. <laughs> Well, Jericho, uh, you might be ostracized in the uh, community for, uh, you know, associating with two white supremacist, long haired, you know, gun toting dudes like us. But uh, we're, we're glad you're part of our our, our little collective. Oh, believe me, every moment I'm with you guys, I fear for my safety. <laughs> I'm sure if you saw me walking into the elevator that you were on, you'd probably jump right out immediately. <laughs> For my own safety. I'm being hunted, guys. I'm being hunted. <laughs> well, any any final words there, Jericho? Uh, you know, I, as I told you in the email there, this is our last live show of 2020. Thank God this year is over. This has been a horrific year. But, uh, you know, we, we thought it would be a highlight for the fans to, you know, bring you on and let you uh, celebrate the you know, the end of the year with us. So uh, any words or any thoughts, last thoughts for the year? Um, you know, thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, thank your audience for listening, whether or not they agree. Thank you for listening. Um, if they did hear me here and came to my channel, thank you. Um, don't give up. You know, we are still the people. We still have the power to either keep shit the way it is or change it. Um, And you're not alone. There are like-minded people out there. Sometimes we get in these bubbles, especially if you're in some liberal shit stain on America. Um, You think, man, all hope is lost. But, you know, it's not like living where I live. When I go inland, I see all the Trump flags and all that kind of shit. I remember that, okay, you know, I'm not so much behind enemy lines. Um, But you know, stay focused, stay vigilant, keep your facts close because all these crazy leftist fuckers, all they have is emotion. That's all they have. And that shit only lasts so long when they start, you start getting into facts and shit, they can't handle it. That's when the name calling comes out. That's when you know you've won. So just keep doing what you're doing. You're right. All those thoughts going through your mind. Don't worry. You're right. You hear a lot of shit from your family and the shit they think about what you think and what you believe you're all right. They're the fucking crazy ones. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. It, it, hold on, Neely. I, I want to add one more thing that Jericho didn't say. Buy some fucking green gear, you cheap fucks. Jesus. Even <laughs> I bought a hat. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that too. And most importantly, fucking patronize my website. That's right. <laughs> <laughs>
But thank you guys, man. I really appreciate this. I, I love coming on and talking to you guys, you know, despite the fear of you both being cisgender white males, all that aside. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I really appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much. Well, you're always welcome on, Jericho. Again, I, I threw the invite out to you before. If there's any time you want to just come on, just hit me up and say, hey, man, I want to come on this week. I got got a few things I want to throw out there. So, uh, you know, don't don't be uh, don't be a stranger. I shan't. I shan't. <laughs> we will continue this well into 2021. Um, yeah, you know, my website, they got the little crawler there. Hit it up. You know, I got 25% off until the end of the year on all green gear. Offer code is bye bye 2020. Oh, damn. I got new designs I was coming out all the time. What's that? I was going to do that, Jericho. Bye bye oh. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah fuck yeah see you, you rotten disgusting lesioned whore um but, <laughs> yeah uh i got new designs all the time um a matter of fact i got uh my designer he's designing one that says i'm fresh out of give a shit so that'll be my next one but uh yeah man just uh stay tuned stay vigilant don't take no shit cool cool perfect all right, Jericho, uh, being that you were in the military, being that you were in the Navy, uh, are you familiar with the term sentinel? Sentinel. Um, yes. Well, uh, the, 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 uh, definition of sentinel is a soldier or a guard whose job is to stand and keep watch. So I think the best way to end this segment is a song by Judas Priest just called The Sentinel. This is dedicated to you. And I want to wish you and your family uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that fun stuff. And we'll uh, be talking to you in the new year. Well, you know, this is California, but uh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jericho, glad you could make it on tonight. And uh, we will talk again. So, here it is. This is for Jericho Green, our, our good friend from the left coast. And uh, it is Judas Priest with the Sentinel exclusively here. On your classic 